0: Welcome back to the Hillbilly and the Hipster. My name is Chad McCool, and as always, I am joined in studio with my brother from another mother, Andy Crow. Andy, how are you? How's uh, how are the holidays treating
1: you? Man, I'm tired. I'm real tired. It seems like, but Jesus is a toddler now. I don't, I don't know where are we at in the the rift
0: weirdness. The sixth. this is the sixth day of Christmas,
1: but, uh, I finished Christmas on New Year's day. So I got, as of recording this, it's, uh, the 30th. So I got, uh, one tomorrow with, uh, with my family, my extended family. <clears throat> I got one Sunday after church with my mom and my brother and sister. And then we go to my stepdad's family Sunday night. So. We're finishing up with a bang, but uh, it's been good. Got to spend some time with family. We don't get to see a lot. Day after Christmas, we went up to to Dr. Wife's dad, and I haven't seen Papa Sasquatch in way too long. Um, And so it was good hanging out with him and just listening to him, whatever it is he does. He's got an opinion on everything, and I love it, Um, generally because we are pretty similar in our thought processes politically and our sarcasm is is on point with each other so we have we have a good time so
0: so you both have that one time a year where you have somebody who agrees with you
1: yeah and uh you know i can say something and dr wife isn't like andy now i get the look but she's not gonna openly Get on to me in front of people. Um, but yeah, I guess it's the one time a year when when I can kind of let loose. Nice. When she's around. Right. And I feel like I can say that because, you know, she did say at one point she'd never listen to our podcast. And now, now Dr. Crow's friend of the show.
0: Now you've just, you've just ruined it. She's never going to listen again after this.
1: <laughs> she, she, she supports me. <laughs> she listens to see if she can ever prove me wrong. I she'll never admit that, but she's waiting for me to slip up and be like, "I believe you said this, and that is not what you meant."
0: <laughs> well, now that it's post Christmas and we're we're in between Christmas and and New Year's, uh, there'll be no spoiler alerts. But uh, what what'd you get for Christmas? What'd you what'd you get, Doctor? What'd you get, Doctor Ashley, for her for Christmas? So, Doctor Wife does
1: not like impractical gifts and so gotcha. for the the ladies that are listening um who are going to want to hurt me <laughs> did
0: um, you get her a vacuum
1: no a couple years ago I did
0: you get it a john MacArthur <laughs> vacuum?
1: <laughs> I'm not really good because i prefer to sleep in my bed um no she got uh some pots and, or some pans for cooking um she got a wagon for when we go on vacation like, like one, a
0: like, like, a, like a, a red rider wagon. like like a wagon you could pull stuff in
1: yeah, yeah like a soccer mom wagon for when baseball season starts and for when we go on vacation um and there was a couple other things that i got her that now i can't remember um, oh i got her an umbrella she wanted this funky umbrella that folds Instead of folds down, it folds out. Okay. So the wind can't own it. Oh uh, sure. Um, and then the the very unpractical thing that I got her. She loves, and you know she she may be wrong and, and you know this may be a sin, but she loves Harry Potter. So I got her this little Harry Potter thing that when you push a button, a sign pops out that says "You're magical." <laughs> a bunch of candy. We got her a bunch of those leafy Christmas trees.
0: So Oh, can we speak about candy for a minute? Let's. So when we are recording this, it is uh Pass. it is December 30th. Yesterday is December 29th. I went into a local Kroger and they had Easter candy out. Yeah. Um I went to Not one. Valentine's Day, Easter candy. I went to Walmart
1: today and I saw um, what looks like they're going to start putting Easter stuff out. But they are about half the aisles that were Christmas stuff. It just says clearance on it, and they've condensed and everything. Valentine's, and I was like, guys, we haven't all yet.
0: Valentine's Uh, makes sense to me, and Valentine's. Let's face it, right? Seventy-five percent of Valentine's is probably candy, but Easter. Like Cadbury cream eggs, Reese's Easter eggs, but Easter. Dr. Wife, if you want to get
1: on her good side, Chadwick, send some of them Cadbury eggs. Drop them, I will, boys.
0: but it's too early.
1: Drop them, drop them bad boys in the mail, address them to Dr. Wife, and, and send them on. If you don't have my address, I have it. I'll figure it out because I don't know that I know it. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I know it.
0: You sent me the Zillow for your your house when you bought it, and I got through the address.
1: Oh yeah, 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 that's that's a smart man. Um, anybody else wants that, just hit me up. <laughs> Show you where we live. Plus, we
0: we used to follow each other on Apple Maps, so I could see where you were anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't like that you're not on Apple Maps anymore.
0: I mean, I you I still follow me on Google, but I I don't see you. You've never given me a location, so I see how I rate now.
1: Well, I don't have I don't have Google on my phone. Uh I guess I need to download that now. Maybe. Speaking of that, <laughs> fair, I have a funny Google Map story for you. You'll just want to remind me when we when we're off here. Uh but going back to the candy thing, I uh you went a different direction than I was anticipating. So, Ashley forgot to get candy for for me. <laughs> and I got candy for her, and so she was like, "Just get whatever candy you want." And so I got some of the Lindells, like those little round truffles. Oh yeah, they're like
0: bougie Christmas candy.
1: Yeah, but they're cookies and cream, and when I tell you, they're amazing. I'm not lying. But the other thing that I found was gummy skittles.
0: Oh, that sounds horrible. So,
1: now what you what you need to know is I love gummies, gummy bears. Gummy I like gummies, gummy lifesavers. Like I have it at what? Well, it's mostly gone now. But I have a three-pound bag of gummy bears in my bottom right drawer in my desk at work, and at any given time when I get frustrated or I'm like, oh, I think I want a snack, I'll just grab a handful and go to town. And so Skittles are my favorite candy. Okay, I love Skittles. the The traditional like don't don't waste my time with wildberry Skittles or rainforest monkey brain skittles you know don't waste my time with that um i could have went a different direction but just the normal skittles and
0: i so i saw this i have so many questions I about do. rainforest skittles
1: i do i do too like hey uh, skittles if you're listening let's talk let's talk branding and sponsorships okay yes
0: you can uh so we can all. live with bag we,
1: of skittles and I was like, "Oh, it's the it's the like regular like basic vanilla Skittles." I was like, "Let's get them." And I grab it, and they're a little squishy. And I was like, "That's weird." And I look, and they're gummy Skittles. They are amazing. Not totally unrelated to Christmas. Um, Doctor wife went into Meyer a couple three weeks ago. And was like, hey, if you, you know, if there are any candy in the aisle that I see that you might want, do you want it? I was like, "Uh, yes. And so, you remember Nerds?
0: hmm Yeah. So, I'm in a rabbit hole, like, eight years ago, okay? I was working. At- <laughs> Little did I know, I was- Well, this is my new co-host, Willy Wonka. <laughs> Willy Wonka,
1: Willy Wonka. So, anyway, I was working at LaborLink. I was doing, you know, HR staffing, whatever you want to call it um and me and my coworker, we were idiots like we were <laughs> we we should have never been allowed to work together we had way too much fun and it was Halloween time and Todd Hine friend of the show probably not but he should be like he's a great man he would buy it he'd be like what kind of candy do you want today and he'd just go buy candy and we were supposed to give it out to our our clients um and our workers and their kids that um, didn't
0: always happen though did it
1: No, he knew good and well that we were going to eat the majority of that candy. And so I was like, oh, let's get some nerds up in here. And so I'm like just double fisting nerds, right? At 830 in the morning. Two o'clock comes around that afternoon and something scares me and I jump and like five nerds fall out of my beard. (laughs) Those who don't know what I look like, I have a pretty bushy beard. Um, and so they just fall. And then the, the people look at me, my co-worker looks at me, and I do what any good man will do. And I just pick them up and throw them in my mouth. So anyway, enough of that. I don't even know why I said that. But she got me um, gummy cluster nerds. And so it's nerds like I can only assume that are super glued. There's the gorilla. They are gorilla glued to this gummy, and it's really
0: good. Like yeah, I think Ashley has got you diabetes for Christmas. He did. Like that's what I was about to say. It's. A it's Wilford Burnley's coming to your house with a diabetes.
1: <laughs> diabetes. I mean, I'm. I feel my. I, they're gonna. I'm losing a foot this weekend. I feel it. What? <laughs> But uh, I'd be like my grandma, you'd be nubby. But uh, it was really good. We should have never brought up candy because I have so much.
0: (laughs) Apparently, I know this is now on my list of subtopics to not bring up. I wanted to rant about how the heck is there Easter candy out already? And and he's like, yeah, bring on those cream eggs. Let's go. You want to be grumpy? Like I'm trying to make people happy. I know. I told you uh, before show, right? My persona is now going to be the grumpy old man because I think that's what I'm morphing into.
1: You really are. Um, but you know what would make you better? Gummy Skittles and gummy cluster nerds.
0: I will try to find them. Could
1: you, like, <laughs> I need you to find those. Ooh, special weather statement. All right. I need you to find those this weekend and give me a <laughs> report when we talk Sunday night.
0: All right, that'll be my goal tomorrow. I'll venture out somewhere and find gummy skittles
1: whenever we talk again, probably in 12 hours.
0: You'll text me after we get off recording.
1: Have you got them, you got them yet? <coughs> oh, yeah.
0: So, what's uh, New Year's is coming. you a big New Year's guy, I'm done with candy. Oh, uh, <laughs> wait, you got more candy
1: stories? I mean. No, I mean, I'm I got a crap ton of Hershey bars, but there's I got no good stories about a Hershey bar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe you have all these. How did I not know you have all these candy stories?
1: That's a good question.
0: I mean, I have
1: repressed memories of candy stories. Uh, we did a hole in third grade. Sorry, we're going way back here. Miss Shrewsbury this, this was going to be a riff episode and so we're riffing on candy. Miss Shrewsbury did this whole thing on in third grade in our math class like measurements for cooking and baking and all this other stuff. I don't know why third graders need to know that, but we did. And so at the end of it, we learned how to make I remember we learned how to make, but we had to learn pricing too. And so we watched Willy Wonka in third grade, like the the old one. Not yeah, I'm not that old, so not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But like, uh, oh. The one
0: with Tim Wilder, the original one.
1: Wilder, yeah, the, the good one. So we watched that, and we all got to bring in our candy bars, right? And we had to bring in our favorite candy bar. And I'm not a huge chocolate fan. So I brought in this just plain Jane milk chocolate. Hershey bar, but I brought in like the, not you know the normal size. There's the king size, and then there's the one that is for you know six families to share while you're camping to make s'mores. Right. I brought in that, and just by the end of it, I felt like the the fat kid who was like, "I need more," and he falls into the like I just I had chocolate everywhere. It's the first time I'd really ever ate chocolate.
0: And oh gosh. Like, and you did it at school.
1: I did it at school and Miss Shrewsbury, God Lover. She still talks to me like she that did not cause her to hate me. But I got candy stories, my friend. We can we can stop talking candy.
0: Oh we oh, we can go on. This could be this is Candyland. Uh, again thinking,
1: Candyland's a fun game, I think. I haven't played it in years.
0: But hey I think your children are too old for it now.
1: They probably are. But if anybody works for Hershey. Or for the company that makes Skittles? Because I don't
0: I don't know who that is. We knew people that worked for Hershey. I had a church member back in Indiana who worked for Hershey across across the, the state line in Robinson, Illinois. The
1: guy that I knew that worked for Hershey, he no longer works there. But anyway, if they want to somehow get us a sponsorship, and is Skittles like its own company, or are they a subsidiary of Willy Wonka?
0: Uh, I don't think anybody's their own company anymore. We are. The Skittles are probably owned by China.
1: Uh, see now we're gonna have to cancel them and they can't. We can't have Skittles, can't have TikTok, can't have Skittles. A government conspiracy.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Candy, 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 the podcast about candy. Sorry, we'll get off the candy. Let's. Oh no, we're fine.
1: Let's do everything you want to do, Chad. <laughs>
0: So, what's your favorite? Well, you said Skittles. Sk- Skittles is your favorite candy.
1: I do. I do enjoy Skittles, and then almost anything gummy.
0: That is Swedish nice.
1: Fish. Get me fired.
0: I mean, I like I like gummies. I, I like gummy bears. Um, I do like Swedish Fish.
1: Swedish Fish are good.
0: Um,
1: I just I came across these things the other day at the gas station. And I felt like I needed a snack and they were twin snakes or something like that.
0: Yeah, they're all in that gummy bear company, like the the same company that makes gummy bears. They make those.
1: They look like fishing bait. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, these two snakes, right? And they're looking right at you. And you're like, It's kind of terrifying Some cobra action here.
0: Because the only thing for the gummy bear stuff, I like the the star mix bag. And it's just a mixture of everything, but they have... The gummy Coke bottles in there and the gummy cherries that look like cherries with a stem. But the snakes are in there. Gummy bears are in there. It's like they're all-star mix. All in one bag.
1: The twin snakes, they uh, one is super sweet and one is super sour. Yeah. I'm I'm about that life. Oh, the sour... Speaking of Sour Patch Kids, can't go wrong with Sour Patch Kids. We've got to stop talking about candy. I'm going to have to get up and go This is candy.
0: amazing.
1: I'm, this is this is how you know I'm a fat kid. <laughs> this is this is the fat guy talk. We're gonna just talk about favorite you know, candy. You know, the, you know the funniest part about this? <clears throat> um, I didn't eat a lot of candy growing up. Like M and Ms were my go to as a kid.
0: Oh yeah, I like M and
1: Ms. Like if I would go on the paper out with Memo, so Memo delivered papers. I, we've had many stories about this. I'm assuming,
0: but like you my, and I, yeah. Not on the show, but you and I, off the air. So every day,
1: Monday through Sunday, from like 2 to 5, Memo would be up driving down the the streets of Beaverdam, throwing newspaper out the windshield, windshield, out the window. And then when we would go to the gas stations, you know, we would just load up on candy because normally, like, I would eat an apple or a tub of Cool Whip but never really candy and uh so i didn't eat a whole lot of candy until i went to college and that is when you know some people go to college and they get drug addictions they get in trouble for alcohol i almost overdosed on gummy bears (laughs) candy
0: you were in a sugar coma
1: like, when I walked into the dining hall at the University of Northern Iowa, and they had an ice cream machine that you just made your own ice cream with, like at a buffet, instead of having somebody telling you how much you could have, right? it became more of a challenge than, a, oh, I should only take so much. It was like, no, I bet I can fit more in this bowl. <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Wife is to blame for my love for... For candy and all things sweets, now nice. But anyway, back to to uh, back to on topic. We we have wrapped rabbit-
0: we the on topic. We don't have a topic. That's the we're we're like the Seinfeld podcast It's about I know I, I, I we've talked about that. It's a uh, what a a uh, fifty thousand foot view of culture from a Christian perspective, but. Um, what I was thinking about was New Year's it's New Year's uh well it's almost New Year's Eve, it's New Year's Eve Eve. Um you're a resolution guy?
1: I am not. Uh, actually Dr. Wife and I had the conversation that I tend to think resolutions are stupid because yeah. part everybody makes them but hardly anybody keeps them. My resolution every year is not to make a resolution. And I oh, that's good. Generally keep those. Now this year I'll probably set some. I have some goals that
0: are. I think the- goals are different than resolutions. Okay, are I think the resolutions the same. Well, I think they're probably close uh, on paper, but I think when it comes to New Year's, I think it's it's that whole clean slate theory that you know I'm gonna. It's it's one more day left in the year, and it's okay because once that magical calendar number hits one and the year changes it's it's a whole like nothing changes you know you're still the same person you are you're still stuck in the same mess that you were but it seems like you know everybody uses the resolutions as a clean slate like i'm, I'm going to get out of this and it's all going to be good and you know it's without behavior modification or really a commitment to it no you're still going to be chugging three pounds of gummy bears Come February first, I
1: most certainly am. I I check with me on on February first, and we'll see how many pounds of gummy bears I have Um, I I do think
0: like I think goals are good. You
1: no, know, the resolutions that I hate are, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop drinking soda. Well, sure, you could. But, you know, most people drink soda because they hate water or it's like a crutch. You need, you know, you need to pick me up. You need, you just need something sweet and it's there. And so you've got to have a, a reasoning behind it other than, oh, I just need to cut the calories because nobody's going to cut the calories. Let's be honest. But then again, on the other hand of that, I think there are good resolutions to have like. I'm gonna resolve to to read my, read scripture more. I'm gonna resolve sure. to, to be more faithful in my giving uh, both in time and and monetarily, right? Uh, if you would like to resolve to give to us, we could talk. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke or is it? Um, but like there you know there are some resolutions that are good, but the stereotypical ones that you see on sitcoms that everybody makes, they annoy me. It's
0: kind of like Lent,
1: you know? Right.
0: Well, you, you gave up soda, you get, you you made a resolution to not drink soda and by mid February, you're drinking soda. And so you're going to give soda up for Lent.
1: Right. And so like people give up stupid things for Lent. Like Lent is supposed to, you're going to give something up that, that's going to challenge you. Right. And so, and that is, I don't even know how to explain what I'm thinking right now. But then the people that are like, well, I'm going to give up wearing my, my left shoe of this shoe on Tuesdays of the second week of the first
0: year. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I think that the, the what you talked about is resolutions. Those are good resolutions, right? You're going to be more charitable, being God's word more, but, but why why this day to start that right? I think that there's a couple of things that are going to happen come Sunday morning, or we'll we'll talk about or Monday. Right? Is that um, believers are going to be downloading Bible reading plans to follow, where they can you know start reading the Bible in the year, and people are going to gyms.
1: If you can pick up, if you'll pick up your Bible right now. Um, which is going to be hard because nobody's listening to this live.
0: Uh, I have mine.
1: And so you're probably in your yearly Bible reading plan in Judges. If you start right now and don't stop to to blink, to go to the bathroom or anything, by midnight tomorrow, or yeah, midnight tomorrow,
0: you'll get you it. You could be done. You'll be done. You could be done. You do all the catch-up reading. What about the gym? How's that going to (laughs) work?
1: I think we all know how I feel about the gym. And if you don't know, go back, rewind this to the candy conversation.
0: Yes. I I mean, I think goals are good, and and, you know, and I've got a few this year to just do the same thing to to read more, you know, to to pray more. Um, Yeah. to probably eat better and eat less and do some more physical things instead of sitting around eating gummy bears watching TV.
1: I think my biggest one that I'm gonna do is, I've gotta be a better neighbor. So we moved into this house. When did I move in here, Chad?
0: Um, August, October, end of summer, early fall.
1: We bought it in September, moved in in October um and i know two of my neighbors and by know them i mean i'm comfortable waving at them when i see them um and we have one two three four maybe ten houses on our, our cul-de-sac okay so like i i've gotta you know we made christmas treats that we didn't give them because There was that whole vortex of cold. Um, Oh,
0: right. Yeah. We're
1: going to take those two tomorrow or New Year's Day. I don't know. One of the two, me and the boys and, and, and Dr. Wife, but like, I, I gotta get to know them. There's this, there's two people. There's the lady that lives right across the street. And then a gentleman that lives a few houses down. They walk every morning. doesn't matter what the weather is. They're walking. Um, and I know this because I've almost run that poor man over twice backing out of my driveway. <laughs> uh, one of the times I was talking to you, which was hilarious, um, but I felt, I felt so bad. But we talk every morning, but I couldn't tell you his name or anything about him. You know, I knew that he went on vacation, you know, two or three weeks ago, and he was scuba diving, you know, off the coast of some Caribbean country. But I just, I it, it's really hit me that, you know, when we were in Terre Haute, for dramatic effect, when we were in um, Terre Haute, like our neighbors that lived right beside us, we were in. Right. Uh, and my boys, oh man, they loved going to talk to Miss Dela or Miss Ann, uh, or, you know, Matt or Aaron. We always were confused on which one was Matt, which one was Aaron, so we called him Matt Aaron. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but like we had relationships with them.
0: Well, that's a good goal to have though, to I mean, maybe that's the goal, right? To pick a neighbor, the neighbor next door to you and get to know them and get to really know them. You know, just you
1: uh, well, know, the, know their name.
0: Start with their name. That they, gentleman
1: you talk to, you start with his name. And the neighbor to our south, they have a little girl that is in between my boy's age. And so they're outside playing like Turner and Mace or you know, the boys, they have They've done it. Like, they've met the neighbors, and they're like, hey, let's go play. And I just haven't. And I think it's- Why do you
0: think it's different for kids? You ever, like, observe kids at a playground? It doesn't matter. Racial barriers, social – uh, why can't I say that word? Social economic – socioeconomic barriers, any of that stuff. There, there's really – at a certain age, when they're younger, there's no – there's really no barriers, language, anything. They're just all kind of getting along together in the sandbox.
1: Oh, you wanna you wanna help me build this castle or oh you wanna play tag? Nobody like tag is the universal game. Yeah. But parents, what do parents do at the park? And I'm guilty of this probably more than anybody because I, you know, whether you wanna believe it or not, I am very shy and introverted. But what do we do when our kids are playing? One me as a helicopter dad. I'm one of two things. I am hyper on where my kids are, and sure. about interacting with anybody, or I'm on my phone. And I ah
0: oh, yeah the making phone
1: making ticky tocks or playing these stupid games or something.
0: The phone. Maybe that's a goal. I mean, that's a goal for me. Like, I, and I've started to do this to you know. I I, I bought a big boy watch. So I really don't wear my smartwatch anymore much because I want to be less tethered to that phone as much as I can and just really, you know, and I've already put these things in place where I, I look at emails certain times of the day and I have dumbed down notifications, but I just, I'm really trying this. I know I, I need it as a tool, um, especially being in ministry. Uh, I think the phone, a smartphone in particular is a good tool. To have, but I'm really trying to untether myself from that as much as I can this year.
1: As somebody who relies on their phone for work a lot of times, yeah, I'm constantly texting my my clients. Sure, texting, yeah,
0: and and I do that same thing.
1: I'm in the field. I you know I have to respond to emails because the Commonwealth of Kentucky says I do. Absolutely. So like it, it, it and it's to an extent it's made jobs easier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I honest to God think social media and and this is where I'm gonna sound way older than I am. Social media and smartphones, maybe cell phones in general, have really hurt society. Well, let's let,
0: let let's suss that off for a second because <laughs> right now smartphones are not phones. Because, you know, 90% of the things we do on these devices do not are not phone calls.
1: No, they're computers.
0: I mean, they're, you know, it's and 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 texting, I think texting, you know, yes, those warrant responses, you know, and, and that's a case by case basis. If this text warrants a response right now or, you know, and, and for work that you're you're tethered to it, for lack of a better term, for work, I, I think those are those, those are important things. But. You know, 10 years ago, very few people were able to email from their car in the field. You'd have to wait to a certain time to go back and do it. And and the world went on. You know, and I, I think that these things have become they're good tools. I, I I'll agree, but it's allowed us or it's almost forced us to not be involved. And look at what's happened with since the rise of smartphones. And I know that this – I know this was going on before smartphones, you know, the like the self-checkouts at grocery stores. But now it's it's definitely in the last few years uh, has imploded, you know. So there's no checkout persons at grocery stores that, you know, pretty much – there's a couple of grocery stores here where there might be one and that's it. And everything's self-checkout. You've got
1: – Well, Walmart doesn't like when you ask them when the uh, self-checkout employee Christmas party
0: is. Oh, my dad calls those things employee of the month. I, uh, all the self checkout registers are employee of the month.
1: I asked one time when our Christmas party was, and they just stared at me. And then I asked if I got an employee discount, and then I was told to be quiet and leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> banned, banned from Walmart. But I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that social media has made us less social. Um, it's caused us to. It's caused us to not know our neighbors.
1: No, and I think if you add those and couple that with 2020...
0: Well, and COVID fear. All that post-COVID nonsense.
1: That along with... uh, So those two things, and those are key contributors, but the lack of realistic churching, if that makes... I don't, realistic churching is probably not the best way to put it, but like church between that and church becoming consumeristic, it's made it, it's been, and and less theology and Jesus. It's been the downfall of the church.
0: Yeah. and, And I think it's been consumeristic for a while, but I think what, I think what you're onto, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but we've taken that consumer church. In the last two to three years, and we've now made church on demand.
1: Oh, church is a TV show now,
0: right? So I, I want to watch Back to the Future. Used to be back in the day. If I didn't own it or didn't go to Blockbuster, I wasn't watching it. Now we can watch Back to the Future right now together. That's right. And well, the same thing with church.
1: I remember I was I was so upset. So we opened up, you know, post COVID. Um put all these these uh, policies in place to keep people safe and and masking and, and you can you, if you have your opinion on that stuff, sweet keep sure,
0: yeah, I don't I don't care if you wear a mask, don't wear a mask. It, it's your choice.
1: At, at that time for the the well-being of the people that that were in our church, you know the leadership said this and i you know we went with it um but we had one guy he was a deacon, or he was an elder and then he fell off because his term was over um and, and i have opinions on that anyway but i called him one sunday and i was like hey man are you still helping with the sound and something else and he's like oh we're not we're not coming i said oh are you sick and he was like no it's just easier. We don't have to fight with the kids and we're all sitting on the couch in our pajamas. And, you know, when, when Dave starts preaching, we'll turn it on.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's what church is now.
1: But the, and so then, then how are you, how are you getting to know and loving on your neighbors here? How are you, you know, where's the disciple making in that? How are we making disciples when we're watching, you know, this, that, or the other, instead of actually being present.
0: Well, I think disciple-making, I think Zoom, things like that, right? It, it's a good tool for what it is, but it, it's not a very good disciple-making tool. It's not. I mean, it, it, it can be used in that toolkit, but discipleship's doing life together, right? It's It's hands-on. It's getting dirty. It's side-by-side. And Zoom can be used in that relationship but it can't be the go-to because how, how are you doing
1: that? Yeah. And so, I mean, I just, I got really upset and that's when I realized, like between the fighting on social media, because we, we can all be keyboard warriors um, and we know a few of those um, between that and the consumeristic, uh, oh, I'm just going to sit on my, you know, sit on my couch and, and watch. But i'm only going to watch the parts of the church that i want to watch and when that dang youth pastor preaches i'm gonna turn it off
0: well i can i can watch him ever you know I'm, I'm a member of you know i could watch john MacArthur, or i can watch you know td jakes or who you know we'll go through either sides of the poll i had a
1: speaking of either side of the poll i had a client who uh god love him he's he's doing well right he's he's Trying to work his way back into society and 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 do it the right way, um, and God love him, he's like I you know he he got his own place, and he's like I you know I I think I'd like to start going to church, and I was like excellent you know we can we can talk about that and you know I can help you look and search, and he's like and is it okay if I listen to it online, and I was like yeah to get started absolutely. He goes, what is your opinion on Joel Osteen, Mr. Crow? And I said, uh, I said, well, stay away from him. And he was like, but everybody likes him. And I was like, everybody likes him because he tells you what you want to hear. Yeah. Go go find somebody that actually preaches scripture. And as a as a state employee, I have to like, you know, weigh how balance it. Yeah, he brought it up so I could I could run with it, but I just laughed. I was like, yeah, you're going to want to not
0: – you're going to want to
1: not with with that.
0: You know, and I was thinking I, – I looked up the origins of, of New Year's Day, and it's, it's long and lengthy, and it goes back depending on which civilization. And at certain times it was celebrated and things like that. And it wasn't always January 1st, but I don't know. I, what's that?
1: Made up holiday for the greeting card.
0: Oh no, that's Valentine's Day. So. Valentine's Day. I have a uh, as I've gotten older, I don't know. Like I just I appreciate the day off, but I don't understand this holiday. Um as a
1: kid, I dreamed of staying up till midnight to watch the ball drop.
0: Oh yeah, and you had an opportunity to and, and nobody I, I, cared.
1: I was asleep right. much like my oldest, nine o'clock, and I was like, Well guys, I'm out.
0: And now I revel in the fact that I, I will be sleeping uh, l- long before midnight hits in my time zone.
1: I will. Uh, I will not. I will be awake, um, just because all those years as a kid, I could never do it. Now I can. Uh, but doctor wife, if she makes it to ten o'clock, like I'll drop a ball in her own house. I'm with her. She's she can't do it. She doesn't want to. She's very much if, if if well. Here's the thing: all week she's been off, um, and so you know I'd get home, we'd eat dinner, we'd hang out for a little bit, and then seven thirty would come along, and it's like, oh well, you ready for bed? And so we were in bed by eight o'clock almost all week this week. I've gotten old quick, but I like
0: it. So, it's a cold winter. But you know if we go back to scripture right the new testament the new testament doesn't talk about holidays at all right it's like every day is a holiday right every day every day is uh is a day to celebrate god's grace and god's mercy Absolutely. um but we we put so much emphasis on these man-made holidays that we've we've incorporated it in, into the church you know when you think about those churches you we both have been to with you know july 4th sundays and and, you know and 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 i'm not going to dispute whether those are wrong or right you know veterans day you you make an you know on veterans day you you thank those for their service i i I mean those are those are good things but we've incorporated them in but you know in the old testament the old testament was full of these mosaic right the mosaic law had all these these rules and and regulations on how to celebrate holidays right passover and all the feasts and uh and i I was thinking about one of them right the jubilee and the jubilee was the one holiday that happened every 50 years and it was it was that time when all your debts were forgiven um you know things were things were restored to the family and uh any israelite who had sold himself into slavery or indentured servitude was set free and and jubilee was that one day that came every 50 years when when they had evidence of of god's true nature um because that that holiday was who god is and and i think about like we we don't have any holidays like that we just what what is what's the whole point of, of new year's eve it's to go out to get dressed up, to go somewhere fancy, spend three times what the meal would have cost you <laughs> the night before.
1: So I think me and you had different experiences on New Year's, brother. I've never been out on New Year's. I have I, always,
0: I went out a few times when I was younger.
1: I have always um I've either been at my home with friends. Yeah. Like as an adult, you know, we'd have some I don't want to say parties because those have negative connotations to it, but we'd have some get togethers with, you know, when I was youth pastor, we'd have our, the, the two other couples that helped out and their families, we'd always get together. Um, but we were transient. So we weren't from that area. None of us were. Right. Right. Like that was our family get, we'd get together on Christmas and Thanksgiving too. Um, but as a kid, like it was just, you got together with your family. And you stayed up, and you watched the ball drop, and you ate sausage balls.
0: Yeah, as a kid, that's kind of what I did. And I think in my 20s, I went out a couple of times because that's what you were supposed to do. Or, you know, that's what everybody did. And it was just, been, it was a crazy rip off. And I haven't <laughs> gone out on New Year's Eve for years. And most of the time, I don't do anything.
1: Did you go to Times Square ever since you're from that area?
0: No, I mean, I used to work on New Year's Eve, and I used to get the Subway in Times Square Station. and you know, 7.30 in the morning, there'd already be 10,000 people lined up. And New Year's Eve's, uh, you know, it's a roll of dice back in New York. It could be 50, it could be negative five, you know, and so, or it could be raining. And I was just like, there's no way I'm ever cramming in with like a million people to watch the stupid ball drop. Yeah. No, I never did it.
1: I was always disappointed. Like, I think they should be like five, four, three, and on three, let it go and watch it explode.
0: Well, that thing's worth like a million dollars. It used to be made out of crystal. Well, maybe, I think it was like Waterford crystal or something.
1: Maybe don't make that. Make it a little cheaper and let's bust that bad boy.
0: I was, when I was a kid, I, I used to watch the,
1: in it and let's let's make a boom boom.
0: <laughs> I used to watch those shows. that had like all the bands celebrating New Year's Eve. And then at some point I figured out like it's recorded in October. And then I was just like this whole holiday's a lie.
1: Well, so we're in central time zone,
0: at least I am, right, where I live? American time, according to my dad.
1: Right, we're on God's time here, folks. And so I remember we would always, the ball would drop at 11. Yeah. I'd be, I mean, I'd be asleep. But so in Evansville one year, or maybe it was in Owensboro, I don't know. Evansville, because that's where the, the, the channel was, like the. TV channel. TV channel was based in Evansville. And and you know this area we are we are rednecks we are hillbillies we are trailer trash like and I know you have that everywhere but like the vibe is strong in Western Kentucky like we are mullets and have been for years and so instead of a ball dropping so yeah we'd all watch the ball drop at eleven but then we switched over to forty channel forty four. And the news channel's like, all right, you ready? Here we go. Because it's, you know, it's, you know, 10 seconds from from midnight in God's time. And so we're like, 10, 9, 8, blah, blah, blah. We'd skip some numbers because we can't count that high. Um, and then all of a sudden at one, this crane let this old Monte Carlo. Oh, yes. Drop this old Monte Carlo and we watched it crunch. And the, like... You could hear cheering from house. You knew which house. Yes. That happened a couple of years in a row. It was phenomenal.
0: I'd be down for that.
1: And I really, like, I don't know who I need to call, what senator I need to talk to. I need that to happen again.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I think about holidays. And so, like, the resolutions, right? So everybody makes these resolutions. And, and you know, it's that running gag by, like, January 15th, you're going to fail a good amount of them by, you know, by Valentine's Day, you're probably three quarters failed in them. But what if, what if we, what if we no longer looked at these things as a date on the calendar, but a person, right? What if we made our resolutions, but, you know, we, we made these goals through Christ and we asked God to help us to eat better. You know, we get God to give us the the perseverance and the strength to exercise more or to be a better neighbor, you know, to rely on the spirit to drive us to these things. Um, What if we didn't need these holidays like this?
1: Um, I think, yes. Like if we were going to put all of our eggs in one basket and that basket be faith. I think that's that's wonderful and it would be amazing. And I think those those quote unquote resolutions would be a little easier to keep. Um, because it would mean a little more rather than just trivial things. But I also think that we've we've talked about this in in past episodes. The church doesn't know how to church anymore. Mm. Church does so sure you know we're going to say that in Jesus name we want to do this and blah 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 and we're going to we're going to put this and Jesus is going to help us but i think the problem is that we have so many professing christians that don't know who or what jesus is i think True. there are so many professing christians who doesn't understand what it means to be a follower of christ we have so many denominations that are teaching and okaying things that are deliberately against scripture. Um, Oh,
0: I'm dealing with that tonight.
1: Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and light the firecracker on this one and, and just get controversial. But like we're ordaining people that have no business being ordained, right? We're, we're, we're putting, letting people teach who shouldn't be teaching, whether because it's a moral failure or a lack of belief and, uh, I saw a guy the other day who was talking about having to, uh, he was a Sunday school teacher at, at somebody's church that I know who is actively was trying to, to get with other women and telling them, Oh, me and my wife are divorced. I would love to, you know, take you to lunch or whatever. And he's not divorced. Mm. His wife co-teach a Sunday school class. Wow. So um, we, we, we as a as a body of believers collectively a big c church i don't know that we understand what it means to be a christian i don't know that we understand i'm not saying that i'm exempt from this because i definitely had my failures sure but i think that we forgot what it's like to be a christ follower and what it means to follow scripture and Um, you know, there's a little foreshadowing in this because I think in some episodes coming up, we're gonna, we're gonna look at what it means to rely on scripture alone and Christ alone. And I believe you Calvinists call that something. Um, it's
0: not just the Calvinists. The the reformers came up with the five solas. the Calvinists embrace it, but it's for all the five solas are for all.
1: Right. I just like to give you crap for it. But, uh, I mean, you, uh, so we're going to be talking about that in some episodes uh, coming up, uh, going through the five solas because I, what, what's the study that that you we talked about one time and you know you had uh, the place. state of theology state of theology like there are professing Christians that they they lack solid fundamental knowledge of basic doctrine, basic theology. And so how can we put our trust
0: in Christ when we don't know who he is? So do you think that happens then on on tomorrow night, more people, even professing Christians, are going to put more faith in, you know, well, I was going to say the the, uh, hour and minute hands of their watch but nobody you know maybe their Apple watch if they're using an analog face right but the stroke of midnight they're going to put more faith in the stroke of midnight to give them that clean slate than to turn to Christ you know basically the the embodiment of every holiday we could ever imagine you know the living embodiment of it and and put their faith and trust in him
1: the good thing about clean slates is you don't have to wait for January 1 to give you a clean slate
0: no amen
1: you turn your you turn your head to Jesus and you say, you know, good Lord, I have screwed up and I I need you. I recognize what I've done. Help me to get away from that. There's your clean slate.
0: You know, and I thought about this in Luke 4, right? Jesus is in the synagogue in Nazareth. Um, this is right before he's rejected at Nazareth, but he he opens the scroll of Isaiah and and he begins to expound on that holiday right on on jubilee and in luke 4 verses 18 through 19 jesus says the spirit of the lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set free the oppressed to proclaim the year of the lord's favor and then you know he's done and he rolls up the scroll and he looks at the teachers of the law and he looks at the Pharisees and he tells them in verse 21, today, as you listen, this scripture has been fulfilled, right? He's saying that this passage is about me, that he's the Jubilee. That, it, you know, again, to reiterate from before, like Jubilee is no longer a date on the calendar, but a person instead. And I do think that if we stop putting all this focus on some of these things, and, and, and again, I don't, I don't want, you didn't hear me wrong. Like, you know, if you want to celebrate New Year's and and have a good time and have your family together. And I know how you can, you Kentuckians are, I spent a lot of time. I spent a couple of New Year's in Louisville and those, those uh, news, the uh, commercials go out for like two weeks before New Year's. Do not shoot your gun in the air. What comes up must come down. So I know you might be out there shooting your gun in the air.
1: You'll hear gunshots.
0: Oh yeah. Fireworks. All that good stuff. I mean, you know, you want to celebrate that. That's fine. But I I think
1: all for celebrating holidays.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a
1: jovial fat man. Okay. Like I'm going to have fun and I'm going to spend with people I love. But I, and yeah, with new years, I'll probably, you know, I joke that I don't, I'll probably make some resolutions being a better neighbor, taking my faith a little more seriously. Um, or maybe a lot more serious.
0: But maybe those are better as goals. I think goals are so. Here's this thing. I think I think they are the same. But goals are measurable. And how do you measure a resolution? It seems like it's a pass or fail.
1: Right. Oh, absolutely. And so, but again, I think it all starts with what are you putting your faith in? Are you putting your your faith in a legit savior? Or are you putting your faith in yourself and the willpower that you have? To meet these weight loss goals or to meet these, I'm going to be nicer to my kids.
0: I'm going to be a better person. Yeah. So when Jesus says that he's going to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, what if I told you tomorrow at midnight, if you're wherever you are, and instead of Happy New Year, I tell you Happy Year of the Lord's favor. You're probably getting kicked out of your party, aren't you?
1: Well my party tomorrow is gonna probably be just me and Cedar laying on the couch because she doesn't care. care. She doesn't. She's actually we've bored her. She is she's is out cold right now. But no, so it, what are I, I think that I think it would throw some people for a loop?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it would. Because, you know, it sucks the life out of a party. <laughs> <laughs> we what? Uh, you know my favorite my favorite game to play is you go to a party you've been invited to and, and usually you know it's in my case, it's been people I don't know, you know I don't know some of the other guests and they come up to you and what do we do in America? When I meet you for the first time, you know maybe I want to know your name, but I want to know what you do because I want to know how to categorize, categorize you. Um, so I want to know what you do for a living. And so when I tell people I'm a pastor, they slowly, slowly back away.
1: And I remember. Like now, I'll tell everybody. Like I'm a pastor who happens to be a parole officer. Um, but like I remember for the longest time, especially in Terre Haute, like, oh, what do you do, Andy? Because everybody, like, I I knew a lot of people in Terre Haute. Yeah. So they knew me from church league softball, or they knew me from from Labor Link. Um. And so the people that didn't know me, you know, I I wouldn't tell them I was a pastor. Because then everybody puts their guard up, and I wanted people to be unguarded around me. Like I wanted to to get the real them. Yeah. So, but all that being said, you know, if you make res re- res almost said reservations, if you make reservations for New Year's, well,
0: you'll need those for tomorrow too. <laughs> if you
1: make resolutions. You know, think about what you're making, why you're making them um and and how measurable are they and who are you relying on to fulfill those Mm. and And why
0: why are you wanting to fulfill those uh
1: the other thing is just a shameless plug we got some big things coming this year we're excited we're you know it'll be year two of the podcast
0: that's right this is our last episode of 2022 this has been a Uh, a labor of something we've talked about for, for years. And we finally, uh, we finally got it together this fall.
1: Being able to do this has been a dream come true. And so, uh, you know, we're working on some sponsorships. We're working on, um, trying to get content out a little more regularly scheduled, um, you know, and, and so we just thank you for your patience and our rambling, um, (laughs) those of you who have stuck with us in this short amount of time that we've been going um because you know it's not every day that i get to go on a 20-minute rampage on skittles (laughs) so you know thanks for hanging in there um now you understand what my wife lives with and why i'm convinced she should be thinking um but you know, there, we've got some things planned for next year that are going to be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully we'll be informative. Um, that you can, you know, you can say you've came, you've laughed, and you've learned, right? We might
0: cry, there might be some tears. We might shed some blood. I, I do believe that this year, this coming year, you and I will be in the same room together to record one of these.
1: Yeah, we're, You're going to get a few of those where we're together. And those, if you think they're scrambled now, When we're states apart, wait till we get in the same room.
0: We'll have to set up a Patreon, and you can can donate some money to the podcast to hear all the outtakes and the pre-show nonsense. Man, our
1: pre-show nonsense, I I said earlier today, um, because we always start on this thing, and before we even start recording, we have these stupid conversations. Uh, Imagine that. And then we always hit record like we're going to start, and then we just pick right back up. And so one of these days we're going to listen to one of our our pre starts, and be like, what what are we even talking about? Because we are idiots. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've had some more guests. We've had uh, had a couple of. Has Bryce been our only guest?
0: Uh, Bryce has been our only guest. Um, I do have I do have a we we will have some more guests in the future.
1: Yeah. We've um, been- Getting a couple of those lined up. Bryce
0: and Andrew Jones have been our only guests.
1: Bryce and Andrew, are friends of the show. <laughs> Bryce and senior pastor, friend of the show, Bryce Holbert. Uh and Andy's. and Hopefully, hopefully, my man Andrew makes a hall of fame this year. He deserves it. But, but yeah, thanks for for joining us on this ride. You know, continue to to interact with us on the tweeter. Um, and, and email, you know, we're going to try to get a little more active
0: on that. Right. If you do want to reach out to us, uh, on Twitter, as long as it's still up and running, it is at hill Hipster Pod, and you can email us. And the email address is hillhipsterpod at gmail.com.
1: So Chad, you usually give this to me, but I'm going to give you the last word. Cause I feel like I rambled a lot on candy. So
0: candy. Well, the last word is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I, I love you. I, I, uh, I miss you, um, and I wish you a, a happy year of the Lord's favor. Well, you just sucked all the wind out of it. Good job. <laughs> it's my job. I'm a Calvinist.
1: <laughs> man, no, absolutely, man. I love you. I'm excited that we're doing this. Can't wait to see what happens. And uh, happy year of the Lord's favor to you, my friend. Peace be with you. Catholic, (laughs) Joe.
0: Well, again, if you want to interact with us, it's at HillHipsterPod on Twitter, HillHipsterPod at gmail.com through email. And um, we thank you for those of you that are listening and downloading regularly. And and we just ask maybe uh, you leave us a, a review on your platform of choice. Um, A five-star review for five solos. Well, well, I'll, I'll put that in there for some more wow. foreshadowing. Wow. And I believe I've stolen that from another podcast I listened to, and I can't remember which one it is now. It's creeping in, so I apologize in advance or post.
1: Yeah.
0: It happens. But yeah, All right, Andy.
1: And I've lied. I'm going to take the last word. Yes, sir. Uh, because I am a youth pastor at heart and a blatant idiot. We'll see you next year.
0: Oh, that's right. We'll see you next year. Be blessed. And we're out.